Now the whole season is in doubt. Rob Manfred threatened to cancel the 2020 season entirely, but we mostly want to focus on good things today like the start of the Nippon Baseball League in Japan. Who are our teams and who are some players to watch? Let's go. Welcome to another edition of the Stitches Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Manderfeld, and today we're talking some more Asia baseball with the boys, Robert Stangler and Nick Budig, the Stitches panel in all its glory, starting with my man, Robert Stangler. Robert, Japan baseball today, man. How do you feel? Unbelievable. I am so excited for this season, man. You have no idea. I've been a Japan fan when it comes to the WBC for literally like six years now. I'm absolutely ecstatic that this season is actually going to happen. And if I can actually watch it, depending on Reddit streams, we'll see. But if I can watch it, man, wow, I'm living the dream. You might have just outed yourself doing illegal things, man. Maybe. Uh-oh. That's fine. As if people don't do it every day. He's got, like, his tough tough guy face on. He's, like, trying to take me down. Come at me, bro. Come at me. Send me that red letter. I'll scout your whole team. Come at me. Yeah, that's a threat. I'll scout your whole team. Now the ins and outs, you guys. Yep, yep. So the Japan League, the Nippon Baseball League (MPB) will start up June nineteenth. That's this Friday, and uh, looks like that's gonna be starting up. In addition to the Korean baseball, we've already been watching. If you notice, if you're listening, I've got my Kiwoom Heroes jersey on, fresh from Korea. Love it. Now I gotta get Japan baseball jersey, maybe, but we'll get into that later in the show. Nick. You excited to talk some Japanese baseball while the MLB is in inner turmoil? Oh yeah, uh, it's this. I mean, this league is it's, it's already exciting looking at the players in this league, and it's a step up from the from the KBO. But uh, it'll be it's gonna be really exciting. Finally, talk some some exciting baseball again, uh, some opening day baseball. So I'm excited. Yeah, man, and this is a huge step up from KBO. KBO is great and all, but Robert made a good point today. They have like ten like worthwhile players that you need to watch. <laughs> This one has like triple or quadruple that. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of players in uh, the MPB that are, are really and uh, exciting. Are bad. And bullpens are bad. Yeah, their bullpens aren't absolute crap, so no. <laughs> you would hope you get closer <laughs> games. Exactly. I mean, so this is how it kind of breaks down because I was reading about this. Double A and KBO are very similar, whereas the Japanese league is like a step above triple A, so it's like right below the major league. So this is probably the best baseball you'll get other than, you know, major league baseball this time of year you can make the argument for like the dominican league in the winter but that's i mean that's the winter so uh for now this is the second best baseball you can get um while mlb just kind of fights in a corner like babies uh we're gonna watch some japanese <laughs> baseball right yeah we are definitely yeah well if All we right. can that's yeah, yeah if we can we'll have to figure yeah, it out yeah. but if not we'll, we'll, figure we'll, it out. we'll at least like follow i'll still the, follow the statistics yeah, yeah. For sure. exactly uh, before we get into all that, just a reminder a reminder that we're on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts, you can uh, rate, subscribe, send to your friends. Really appreciate you getting the word out about this podcast. We're having a lot of fun following Asia Baseball uh, while MLB is uh, having its uh, fits here. And uh, if you want to send questions or comments to the show, uh, you can send that to our email at thestitchespodcast at gmail.com. That's the stitches podcast at gmail.com follow us on social media that's at stitches pod on both facebook and twitter 
And okay, let's do the name game, guys, because I want to talk some baseball quickly here. So the name game for today is Ritzy Mendoza. Ritzy Mendoza. Robert, is Ritzy uh-huh. Mendoza a baseball player or not? Did I make it up? It's a player. Yes? Yes. Okay. Nicholas? Yeah, he's definitely a player. All right, so we got two yeses definitely from cool. the diminished panel this week. Poor cool. Noah doesn't get to Diminished every week. One again. <laughs> so two yeses at the end of the show. I'll reveal if that's indeed a baseball player or not. Um, okay, we got to do this quickly because I don't want to spend too much time getting depressing news because we've been doing that the last few weeks. But big mm-hmm. news came out today, uh, Monday, June 15th. Rob Manfred said he is not confident that there will be a season this year this year obviously manfred is the mlb commissioner um he doesn't think that this is coming on the heels of three days ago him saying a hundred percent there'll be a season so uh things change in three days i guess and now he says uh he's not confident that obviously doesn't mean there's not going to be a season but obviously things are in doubt and uh it's just another uh chapter in the saga of crap for mlb uh this disgusting fight between the players and the owners just keeps getting worse and worse and if you ask me the owners keep looking worse and worse because the players essentially said well, we're ready to play we're not going to negotiate anymore you just tell us when and where and the owners are like oh wait 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 mm-hmm. that's not going to happen so they look worse and worse in this scenario last week i kind of railed on both sides but this week it's all the owners uh in my mind uh let's just do a round table on this and we'll move on to japan stuff robert you've been saying all along you don't think there's going to be a season. You kind of saw it in your crystal ball, and it looks like you might be uh, proven right. Obviously not yet, but uh, this is a step toward that. Not what we want to see, but um, you, you you kind of had that in your mind. Yeah, this is really disappointing. I mean, at this point, it's I hate to be the guy to tell you guys this, but I, just, I, I still don't believe it's going to happen. I just think there's too many outliers here and there's so many problems that have caused this to become a worse situation than it already has been. And not to mention, all I hear when it comes to this news, it reminds me of poor trade deadline news. Like someone saying, hey, this guy's getting traded, but they're not getting the right coverage. And it just keeps going back and forth here and there. And I'm just, frankly, I've been sick of it six weeks ago, Luke, and I'm sick of it now. I'm just, I'm all, I'm all in on Asia baseball now. Yep, I think I'm close to that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Robert what you say about the trade deadlines things that's probably literally what's happening behind the scenes yeah. the players yeah. are lobbying an, an agreement at the owners the owners are lobbying it back i think that's literally what's happening it's just a crapshoot back yeah. there yep. and so um it's just really it's been really hard to follow and even diehard baseball fans like yourself have been tuned out for weeks yeah so Sad. um mm-hmm. i don't blame you i'm, at I'm least done I had with the this kbo stuff. to keep me busy yeah for the time being you know? i'm done with this stuff man i mean this yeah. is mm-hmm. we are the most diehard fans out there and we're sick of it i mean it's gonna be hard to watch next year because like when baseball comes back next year if it doesn't play this year i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be so salty like so salty <laughs> and so upset i'm gonna watch it but i'm gonna have this like disdain for every time the, you the see players. manfred's face on tv <laughs> yeah i'm just gonna have this yeah i'm just gonna have this disdain for the owners and the teams and stuff I love the players and everything. I'll watch, but there's just going to be this bug in the back of my back of my head. Nick, what was mm-hmm. your take on all this? Because obviously last week when we talked, uh, you were pretty upset like I was about how this has all gone down, and it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like we got our hopes up again for for the hundredth time this year that there's gonna be baseball, and then they got crushed 
the next hour pretty much again for the hundredth time this uh, this summer. It's it's almost to the point where it's if they play baseball, it's gonna I'm gonna be like, well, at least they're playing baseball right now, you know. Uh, the 48 games thing is we talked about how ridiculous that is, but it just seems like the players, like you said, they're like, all right, schedule us, we're ready to play. This is our job, we're here to play some baseball, and the the owners are like, wait, well, maybe we can restructure some of this stuff if you guys just want to play right now. And so it's just like, I mean, everyone, the players want to play, fans want to watch them play. The owners are now digging themselves in a hole. Um, but but we're talking Japanese baseball, so uh, let's yeah. have some fun. We're tuned out, man. Let's move on. Let's talk yeah. some actual baseball coming our way. Let's go. Opening day is Friday, right? Woo! Opening day is Friday let's for go. Japan baseball. And uh, we picked our teams just like we did for the KBO when that started. We did our teams, did our research, and we picked out some of the our favorite squads. And uh, let's go down the list here, and we'll talk about why we liked them a little bit. Robert, you're first up here. You go through your two teams. So let me kind of break this down. Let's break down the Japanese Baseball League here, the Pond Baseball League a little bit. There's two divisions, kind of like the American League National League, but they're actually a lot different in terms of, like, tradition and, like, and stuff like that. Um, whereas the American League and National League are actually pretty similar besides the DH. Um, but there's a Central League, which is uh, very traditional. It's the first league that it kind of created baseball in Japan. So it's been there since like the 1930s. And it's a very traditional league. So pitchers hit in that league and kind of like the National League. And then there's the Pacific League, which is a little more forward thinking. Apparently a lot more, uh, a lot easier to watch because the owners wanted to make it more widely available. And uh, the Pacific League is newer as well. And they've come up with a lot of the innovations in Japanese baseball. So those are the two leagues. Uh, how many teams? 20 teams? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 12 think it's teams. That many. How many? 12? I think it's just 12, yeah. Six okay, each yeah, league. 12 each or 12 for the whole thing? I think, I think it's 12, 12, 12 total. Yeah, yeah, I think it's 12 together. That sounds together. about right. Yeah, so yeah, not, yeah, six not more. League, like yeah. KBO has 10, but only one league. Yeah. This has six per, right. per league. That right. sounds right, Nick. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so two different leagues. So we picked a team for each of those leagues because they're so different. They play their own schedules and everything until they meet in the playoffs. Uh, so it's kind of like old school MLB. Um, but Robert, go through your your two teams for both divisions and clarify which division they're in. Yeah, so my first one is in the Pacific. It's the SoftBank Hawks. I'm gonna not pronounce the first name because <laughs> right now I'm gonna have to work on my Japanese. Fukuoka. Fukuoka, I think. Fukuoka. That's pretty accurate. that's pretty close. If it's not, it's close. So that's my first team, my foremost favorite team right now. The main reason I really like this team is because they're consistent. They have two really, really good players that played for the WBC Japan team that went off against every single team. That is Nobi. I'm going to... Ah, these names, man. Nobuhiro <laughs> Masuda, really good third baseman with tons of power, does not get on base, but is very clutch. And then the best player on their team, who was hurt in 2019, so you might not know about him, but that is Yuki Yanagita, center fielder. This guy is amazing. He's probably one of the best players in the whole league, not just the Pacific League, but the whole Japan League. And, man, does this guy clutch. There's nobody more clutch in this league than this guy. I'm so excited for this team. And not to mention, they might have the best starter also, Kodai Sanga. Might be the best starting pitcher in the league as well. He had the most strikeouts in the whole league. This guy is a beast, and we'll probably see in the major leagues if he gets posted. Okay, and now give your uh, central. Okay, my central team is the, again, here we go with names, Yakut Swallows. They That's have good, former actually. veteran yeah. Nori Aoki. Everybody should know him. Milwaukee Brewers. They have Big Nori Aoki? They do. Yep, have yep. Let's go, dude. Yep. Bring him I back. hated him oh, with wow. the Brewers, but he was a stud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he, he was, was fun to he watch. Was good, good bags, good average, solid defender, solid player. 
They have Vladimir Ballantin. You might know him in the WBC for the Nub Team Netherlands. This dude hits absolute rockets. This guy hit 60 home runs, I believe it was about five years ago, broke the NPB home run, le- uh, home run record. This guy's a monster. And they have some pretty good pitching. It's not quite all there. This is also one of the worst teams, but they do possess one of the best players in the whole league and possibly Mike Trout talent, and that is uh, Tsuo Yamada. This guy is an absolute freak. He's a 30-30 upside player. He did it last year. His average was a little bit down. The guy walks 100 times. You might see him in the major leagues depending on how they post him, but this guy is nuts. Definitely a player you want to look for. All right, so those are Robert's two teams. I'm going to go over my two teams. So for my Pacific League, uh, this is going to be, my, I think, my favorite team out of the whole thing, the Oryx Buffaloes. Uh, this is a very talented team, uh, but not the most technically sound team, if that makes sense. So uh, apparently I was looking back at their – they finished last in the Pacific League last year. And a lot of that had to do because of they're not the most technically or fundamentally sound team. They just have a lot of young talent. Um, and so some of the players that stood out to me for the Oryx Buffaloes, uh, Yushin Nubo, Yushin Nubo, Yamamoto, he's a pitcher, and then Taisuke Yamoka, Yamamoka, I don't know. I'm butchering those names. But <laughs> we're, we're, we're just, all working on just it. Just look learning, up Morris Buffaloes and look one. at their ace and their number two pitcher. Um, Yamamoto is just 21 years old, and apparently he's going to be taking over the ace spot in that rotation this year. And then you've got uh, Yama, Yamaoka. Uh, he's 24 and was, uh, like, I think, let's see, I have the stats right here. He was the... <clears throat> The uh, let's see, he was number three in the league in um, in wins. Um, so he pitches a lot of innings, and his ERA was in the low three as well. So um, these are two very good pitchers, and I'm excited to see them pitch just because they're young. They also have a really young uh, stud uh, um, player in uh, let's see here, uh, Masataka Yoshida, and Robert, you like him a lot. It's 322 last year. Uh, He had 29 bombs, which led the team. The team's not very offensively minded. It's got a lot of good pitching, Um, but just 25. And so that's a fun guy I'm going to watch too. So those are three players I'm looking for on that team. And they also have some really cool, like, classic uniforms that I'm a big fan of. Uh, They're kind of underrated, I think. I I kind of like the classic look on their uniforms. Um, So for my central team, it's the Chinichi Dragons. The Chinichi Dragons... Definitely have some new school uniforms. <laughs> their their uniforms are very um, like they're blue. And if you if you ever watched the movie uh, Mr. Baseball, where he goes and plays in Japan, he actually played for this team. So a lot of Americans might know this team. Uh, they're very new school uh, for that league. And some of the players that they have that I'm looking out for. Number one is Yodai Ono, who's one of the top pitchers in MPD uh, MPB. Uh, last year, he had a 2.68 ERA in 181 innings. And so, uh, doesn't strike out a lot of guys, 7.8K per nine, but he is uh, something to watch out for. So, that's going to be the ace. He's also in the last year of his contract, though. So, we'll see um, if he if maybe balls out, gets some more money. Um, he's also a little bit older. He's 31. So, those are my two teams. Sorry to keep, try to go a little long there, but. Um, there's a lot of names I need to go over because 
Hey, don't I need to get him. I need to get him hammered in my head because it. <laughs> for some forget. reason, these are harder to remember than Korean names. I don't know. For yeah. me, I think it's easier. For really, me. Korean yeah. names for me are easier because like the three names. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super know. easy because they flow together. So I need to get used to that. So yeah, dragons and the uh, buffaloes are the two teams on uh, and, on my list. And you have Diane Vicieto on your team, former White Sox. Yeah, and I did. And I didn't even Cuban. say uh, Adam Jones, yep. who every Pretty baseball buffaloes. fan should know. Just He's on the buffaloes. Draft. Yep. So he might uh, he might and show up. Another guy on your roster for your Dragons is actually Daisuke Matsuzaka, the veteran for the Red Sox. He stinks Way he back. last year, but man, if he finds it, that's a cool pitcher right there. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. Gyro ball. Yep. All right, Nick. <laughs> Give us your um, two teams. My Pacific team is the Sai- Saitama Saitama Lions. Um, and, and I mean, this is I'm not even going to talk about their pitching because this team's all offense. <laughs> Uh, they have some absolute boppers in that lineup. The pa- the last year's th- uh, the top three RBI guys in the league were all from the Lions. They had Mori, uh, his first name's to- to- Tomoya, yeah, Mori, so. uh, just a young catching stud. Then they got uh, Hotaka Yamakawa, Kawa, another 43 home runs last year. And then they have an old vet in uh, Nakumura. This this team just bops. I mean, they don't have any pitching. Um, outside of really Zach Neal, but other than that, this team is just, it's all offense and it's exciting. Uh, they won the league last year, and so it's it's it'll be fun to see what they can do this year. Obviously, with that all offense, not a lot of people left outside of the current Cincinnati Reds outfielder uh, Shogo Akiyama. Um, so I, I I'm just excited to see this team uh, just hit some dingers, hit some bombs, and and maybe win some nine to ten games like uh, like my home team uh, Minnesota Twins. Um, and then in my in the center league, it's the uh, Hiroshima Carp. Um, and it, it's it was funny because I was talking I was talking to talking in the chat before this, but I remember in high school seeing the Carp highlights on defense. It was it seemed like it was a a, a weekly thing. You'd see a, a highlight from this team, whether it be climbing the walls in the outfield or whatnot. Uh, so it was kind of like a little bit of a nostalgic thing picking up on this team and looking at them. Uh, but this team has a very good player in. Uh, Seiya Suzuki, who might who might be competing with being one of the best players in the league. Um, he's only 24 years old. Uh, he hit 335 last year. He hit 25. I mean, 28 home runs with 25 bags. Um, this kid's a stud. Had a, over 100 walks. But this outside of him, not a lot of offense. It's kind of a run of the mill team. This it's. I was looking at this the the team in there. They they have a lot of money, but they like the like the penny pinch and they like to build their farm and they're a younger team. So I didn't. I mean, I didn't even look at the age, but uh, I. And it just must have been a calling for me to pick the youngest team and, and see a great farm system. So uh, it'll, it's, it'll be a fun team to watch. They're, they're picked to be a top three team this year. Um, they're kind of more of a more of a kind of a Robert old school team. Not a lot of power, but a lot of speed, a lot of defense, some solid pitching. Um, so I think this this team will, will surprise a lot of people and, and, and maybe get led by the young gun and Suzuki. Yeah, they also have Risuke, I think is how you say it, Kikuchi, one of the best defensive players in the whole league. He was actually posted, mm. could have made it to the major leagues, nobody wanted him, but a little bit older, I think he's like 31. The dude is a wizard. If you've ever watched the WBC Japan team, Samurai Japan, he is a monster with the glove, absolute beast. Love it. Love it, Nick. Yeah, mm-hmm. both my teams are projected to finish 5th or 6th, according to this article I read, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, surprise, man. Never know. Yeah, yeah pick winners. Yeah. Lions, baby. Like, literally, the Oryx Buffaloes, have, they have two players that are in their – or two two hitters in their lineup. It's like Adam Jones and Yoshida. 
Like pretty I mean, much like everyone else just kind of sucks. They just got Suzuki. And who knows? And who knows if uh, freaking Adam Jones will actually show up? Like who right. knows? True. That's good so that's kind of frustrating. But I'll watch some great pitchers. Robert, you'll have to tune in in some Buffalo's games to watch some of that young uh, young. Pitcher. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely for sure, dude. I want to. I also want to see the boy. I want to see the guy. Who's the that boy? Hitter, that hitter. Oh yeah, Yoshida. I blank, yeah, I blinked on his last name. Yeah, Yoshida. Yep. Yeah, I want to yep, see him. He's good. All right, let's go into our players to watch. Now, Robert Stangler on his personal Facebook page made watch lists for both the Pacific and Central <laughs> League. I'm going to post that on our Stitches Facebook this week, so uh, make sure to look out for that. He, he pretty much just went through every team, went through all their stats from last year, watched some video. Obviously, he's got all the WBC knowledge that yeah, I can't oh, yeah. remember any of the names of the players <laughs> in WBC. So yeah. apparently you have a thing for Japanese names. I do. I've always, I mean, everybody knows <laughs> this. If you've known me for a while, I've been a huge fan when it comes to players coming over from Japan to America, uh, especially pitching. My goodness. I mean, Asian in general, like Hunter and Ryu from Korea, I just have this mm-hmm. thing and this knack for really liking a lot of these pitchers. I don't think they're always going to, you know, pan out. But there's definitely a good opportunity that team should not just give in. You were all over players. like Mashihiro Tanaka. I was. Came. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and he then, was uh, one of the higher posting fees as you well. Darvish. He was a lot. Mm. Yep. I was big on you Darvish. Darvish was a big one. Yep. yep. I was big on Darvish. When he, he played in the WBC in like 2009, I want to say. Yeah, he was say. Rose. Yep. He, so. was, he was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right, let's go to our watch list now. I'm going to go over mine three. I kind of already said them already, but I'm just going to go a little more in depth. So, number one is the pitcher for the Buffaloes, uh, Yushinobu Yamamoto. And uh, just to kind of go a little more depth on his stats, this is the 21-year-old who was in the rotation but not in the rotation full-time. Uh, the Buffaloes are kind of an interesting team. Um, they kind of they kind of shuttle in and out starters, but... In 149 innings last year, he had a 1.99 ERA, and so that's really impressive. And so that's between, um, let's see here, that was between like their they have like a minor league system, uh, like a AAA team. So he played in like their AAA team and their top uh, top team. So a 1.99 ERA between both leagues, but he had 143 innings in the the top the top tier. So the actual Oryx Buffaloes a 1.95 ERA. And so this guy, he doesn't get a lot of strikeouts, but like I said, he's going to be expected to be one of the top pitchers in that rotation. So someone to watch out for, Robert. I know you got to watch this guy, Yoshinubo uh, Yamamoto. That's a guy you're going to want to watch. So uh, keep an eye on him. The second pitcher is a little bit older, 24. That's Taisuke uh, Yamaoka. And uh, last year, he pitched between their uh, their minor league system and their top system. But it looks like he just had eight innings in their in their uh, their uh, lower uh, league club, so it might have been like a rehab start. But um, 3.59 ERA between both uh, both leagues. There, um, he had a let's see here, 8.3 strikeouts per nine, uh, 14 wins, so 178 innings. So he's going to be obviously expected to carry a lot of the load um, from such a young age. But he's a guy that people are saying could get posted here soon. So that's why I need to watch out for him. I read a kind of a blog on NP, MPB baseball and just kind of players need to watch out that could get posted and he was on there. So uh, I need to kind of see what his mix is because I haven't seen a lot of video on him yet because he's so young. And so I don't think he was on the WBC uh, team a few years ago. Third guy, this is for my Dragons, Yudai Ono. He is one of the uh, most experienced pitchers in this league and uh, he's got some pretty good numbers. Like I said, last year of his contract, 
Um, he's another guy that they're saying, even though he's 31, um, could potentially uh, go. Let's see here. Actually, he might be the guy that said they said signed a long-term contract. Like I said, I'm not good at this. Um, <laughs> these names here, like Robert yeah, is. It's it's tall. It's no, tall. so he's in the last year's contract. So um, I don't think he's going to go over there because he's 31. But I mean, like I said, he's he's been putting up numbers for years. He had one of his best years of his career last year, 2.68. ERA, um, 181 innings, which is actually a lot for that league. He's actually pitched 200 innings before in his career. So uh, this guy eats a lot of innings. He does pretty well. So uh, he's the ace for the the Dragons and hopefully can help them not finish last place in the Central League like everyone's predicting, apparently. Robert, you give your players to watch. Yeah, so number one, I kind of mentioned him already, clutch Yuki Yanagita, center fielder for the SoftBank Hawks. This man is a monster. He hit a walk-off home run on the WBC against uh, Team USA, and that was Kirby Yates, who actually was one of the best closers in Major League Baseball last year. I know it wasn't the same season, but still, that tells you a lot about this guy. He's absolutely clutch. I really hope he uh, stays healthy because in 2018, he hit 36 home runs, had a 352 average, and his on-base percentage was 431. This dude is a freak and definitely one of the best players in the league. Uh, the next player, same team. Starting pitcher Kodai Senga, this guy is a beast too. 200 plus strikeouts last year. I think he was the best pitcher all around in the league. I could be wrong, but I would not be surprised if he was. Definitely one of the best pitchers. Definitely look out for him. And then Seiya Suzuki, Nick mentioned him. Hiroshi or Hiroshima Carp, outfielder and third baseman. So he's kind of got a little bit of versatility. This guy is five-tool phenom. The next Shogo Akiyama with a little bit more power. A lot of teams should be really looking at this guy because he is a core outfielder that could really help you moving forward. And that's a major league team I'm talking about. Very good, very good. Nicholas, who you been looking out for? All right, so the first guy I, I already talked to him, talked about him, wish I talked to him, uh, is Tomoya <laughs> uh, Mori. He's the catcher for the uh, Saitama, Saitama Lions. Uh, he's only 23 years old. Uh, and he led the led the league in batting average last year. He was first in OPS, uh, second in slugging and on base percentage. He hit 23 home runs. Uh, had 105 RBI as a 23 year old catcher. This guy's a stud. Um, there there's big hopes for him. He's kind of the future of that team with all that offense already on that team that we mentioned. Uh, and so it's it, he's going to be an exciting guy to watch. Uh, the second guy I'm looking at is uh, the pitcher for the Yokomo. Bay Stars. His name is Shota Inmanga. Uh, this guy, he's he's 25 years old. He strikes out guys pretty pretty efficiently for the league. Uh, he has a, only 2.91 ERA this year. Kind of started to come into his own. Um, like I say, he's 25 years old. He's the guy to really look out for for the Bay Stars. We didn't really talk about him yet in this podcast. Um, so I really like looking at that guy. Um, he'll be an exciting guy with all his strikeouts. And then my final guy is the is the guy that Robert talked about is Testudo Yamada and this like Robert said this guy is an absolute stud uh, 30-30 guy pretty much the Mike Trout of that league like Robert said uh, he walks a bunch he does strike out a lot uh, over 100 strikeouts the past two years but uh, he he's a stud he hits well he hits on base he he hits home runs he steals um, he's just he plays a he plays a premier position at shortstop um, he's an exciting guy to watch and I think uh, I think he will hopefully come over to the league soon but uh, with all these guys it seems like uh, they're all young enough and we talked about the KBO they're kind of waiting out uh, waiting out contracts because the 
because there is a lot of lot of uh, honor going on in the uh, MPB. So it'll be interesting when these guys get posted, uh, if they ever get posted. But uh, these are some guys I really like to look at. That's interesting about the Japan League because there is like an honor in playing for your hometown team. Like you don't see a lot of players switch teams in that mm-hmm. league because of that reason. Because a lot of the t- players are drafted and developed through these systems. So um, there's a lot of honor in Japan culture in general. So um, there's a lot. There was reading about a player who, actually reading about a few players that, you know, they're expecting to get posted, but they decide to stay long-term contracts to their hometown teams. Mm-hmm. You can't really blame them for that, but it's kind of disappointing for us who want to see him play in, you know, the top league in, 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 in the world. But, uh, yeah. you know, But I mean, tool. like, these players, some of these players got to stay in their respective league, whether it's KBO or it's the MPB. They need it. It's good for the fans. It's great for the culture, mm-hmm. like you said, Luke. I, I would love to see a lot of these guys in Major League Baseball as well. But, again, they are from those countries, and it's got to be amazing just to see them in their homegrown areas. Well, that's yeah. why Japan's one of the best leagues in the world. So Right. It's exciting. They, great the, they keep the chemistry real. Yep. They, they have really great do. players. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so that's our kind of roundup of Japanese baseball. Like I said, getting started on Friday, June 19th is opening day, about the same time as Korean baseball, so very early in the morning. Probably not going to be staying up. Robert might be staying up to watch, but <laughs> I definitely won't be staying up to watch. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Show me the highlights. <laughs> probably watching the highlights. Hopefully we can find him. If we do, we'll uh, we'll bring it to you next week. Because KBL, mm-hmm. they're all on Twitch. Really easy. I mm-hmm. uh, don't really know about Japanese baseball. Yeah, so much recent research. Maybe it's so. Central we'll especially, yeah. We'll yeah. So I hope we can find ways to watch him. Um, and we'll bring that to you next week. Um, okay, let's see the name game here. The name team I gave you was Ritzy Mendoza. Ritzy Mendoza. You both said yes, and yes, Ritzy Mendoza is a baseball player. So you both were pretty That's confident. That's a sweep, on that baby. That's a sweep. Nick did was I, very confident. Did I have a tell? Sweep. No, it's just, just a sound common like name. Eh, no, sound sounds like, like sounds like a guy that I would I'd see playing ball out there. Yeah. All right. The name. Well, he's on like rookie <laughs> ball, so nothing. That's special. fine. <laughs> I agree. Right. He's like the Kyle McGreen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're gonna start there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Robert's got his names for baseball right. players. Right. Yeah. Wait till that kid comes Ritzy. up. Ritzy. Ritzy. All right. Sounds good. Um, all right. Until next week. Hopefully you catch some Asian baseball. Hopefully uh, say it every week. I'm gonna say it again. Hopefully MLB figures their uh, their uh, crap out. I'm not gonna swear. We're not an explicit podcast. Yeah. Shenanigans. Nice catch. Nice catch. Probably won't, but you can only hope. Um, All right, until next week, everybody, uh, take care. And remember to subscribe to us, to uh, follow us on social media, and share with your friends. Really appreciate it. All right.